Amen. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. Glory to God. She's only 14. <laughs> All right, it's time for some of y'all to get busy. Y'all been in this thing for a while. You can't stay a layman. You got work to do. You have a purpose. Your purpose is to come in here, get fed, shepherd, and then go out into all the world. Okay, all right, maybe. Everybody is to evangelize. Might not be, might not be the office that you resign in, but everyone is called to evangelize. Oh, man, we got to get some things straight. Y'all all right? Y'all know, Pastor, I'm going to move when the spirits say move. Got to check, check your spirits first, find out what's going on. Don't matter what I got to teach. I want to know what's going on in the spirit realm. Amen. Glory to God. Well, I want to welcome everybody. I seem like I seen you. How you doing? He <laughs> said you always get that. Well, welcome to Walker Ministry. What's your name, sir? Carlos. Carlos, your family? All right, family. All right, wait. Well, welcome. Oh, this is what you've been telling y'all about. Oh, welcome, y'all. Welcome to Welcome Ministry. And anybody else that's come out today, um, I want to welcome all of you. Um, man, this is all right. My goodness. Woo, we've been talking about some things the last couple of weeks. Been talking about relationship. You can't talk about relationship if you don't talk about God. My relationship. God is how I treat you. Okay, the church, the church is, how many of y'all come alive? The, the, the body of Christ, I need to be where the oil is. Is the oil in here? Is it on this side? Is it on this side? I need to know where the oil at. Y'all, mm-mm, mm-mm. The Bible said demons like the dry place. I want to make sure there's a lot of oil sliding and slipping all over here. That's what I want to make sure. Oh, man, got to make sure the oil is in the place. Amen. My God, that's the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We come to learn today. Amen. Man, how many of y'all in love? How many of y'all in love? I need to have my married people saying, right. I, I mean, knocking over some chairs. I'm in love. I mean, man, woo! I told y'all check your demon at the door. He can't. He's not welcome. You're not welcome in here. All right, I'd like to have you. Yeah, uh, mm, mm, mm. I'd like to. He can't come in and take the atmosphere. All right. And I told y'all a divided family is a divided church. You can't be divided at home and then you come in here and we together. You are deceived. Okay, maybe we need to think about a uh, husband and wife. If y'all divided, that means you brought your division in here. Okay, you check it. Think for a second before you answer that. Am I deceived? Might want to check that real quick. This is communion. If I, you are to, you are to, you know, examine yourself. Amen. You are to examine yourself. They examine you, not the person next to you, examine you, not your neighbor, you. Mm. 
Okay. Y'all in love? <sighs> Y'all gonna make it hard for me today. But I'm ready. I'm ready. Teacher, you hear this teacher? See right there. I got them to at least four o'clock. I'm going to be obedient today. I'm going to be obedient. The Bible said laugh is like a medicine. You should have come to church. I don't want to come to church. It's dead church. Everybody just. And I want to receive the word with gladness. Hold on. But I want that word to get in. I told y'all you got a lot of people running around the church shouting and dancing and everything. Ooh, that was great because the word had not. It had not taken root. So soon as something happened. Circumstances, they shut down. They don't go to the word. They don't pray. They cry. They get depressed. They don't come to church. See, the word didn't take root, but you was running around, dancing and shouting. Say hallelujah. Touch your neighbor, all that. No root is in you. The root has to be. How are you going to know if you can weather the storm? Well, you won't know until that storm comes. And then it comes after, after, and after another storm. All right. All right. You spit too. It's all right. It's all the thing. I see everything. My own flaws. <laughs> Didn't get enough juice. I'm sorry. But anyway, it's all good. It's all good. You know, come on, Tony, work with me. Man. <sighs> Y'all know one of my biggest things it is when it comes to love and the church and how we are to interact with each other, we're missing something. I mean, a lot of times we come to church, but we don't know how this thing supposed to work. We have no application. So this is why relationships are so important. I was telling you, other than your salvation, your receiving of your Lord, the greatest choice or decision you make will be who you marry. Right. Not a house, not a car, on, not a job, but who you spend the rest of your life with. Right. You need to take careful consideration when you vow. I'm, I'm going to come for you. I'm, we're going to talk about some things. Y'all know well, this is a series. I can't just do it in one time. I'm sure teacher will be glad to hear that next week. All right. Man. So y'all in love. Amen. <laughs> Woo, y'all in love. Okay. All right. Let me make sure y'all got the right definition of love. I told y'all we're doing a little review before we go into the service, all right? Before we go into the sermon I have for you today. Love is a decision. Right away, love is a decision. To commit, uh oh, to meet the needs of another for the rest of your life without expectation. That's what love is. This is a review. So, love is not a feeling. Love is not a gift. Right, right. 
It's a fruit. It's not a gift. All right. Love is not sex. Love, I mean, what you feel is a chemical <laughs> reaction. But that's not love. Okay. We, we, we get love kind of mixed up a lot of times. I want to make sure we understand what love is. And it's not your love. Your love have limitations. Your love has boundaries. Your love has a point <laughs> that no one else can, can get in. That's just it. It's a, it's a fortress around me. Okay. But if you read 1 Corinthians, it's God's love. Not your love. Not the love of the world. But God's love. Okay, let's, let's make sure we... Y'all don't think Pastor just making up stuff and... And everything. Go to First John. Four. Started at about seven. Seven to about thirteen, but let's let's go in it right quick. This is First John chapter four at verse seven. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is or springs from God. You can stop right there. <laughs> love is God. Y'all want to make sure you understand. It's not an emotion. Right. It's not a tingling, a feeling that you get. Love is God. Okay? Come on. And he who loves his fellow men is begotten. Born of God and is coming progressively to know and understand God, to perceive and recognize and get a better and clearer knowledge of him. Stop. So you must live in God to know God. You must live in God to actually know God. He's telling you what love is here. Who he is. Amen? Come on. Verse 8. He who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him. Stop. So you want to get married, huh? And he said he loved you. Well, he can't if he don't know God. See, see some of the choices we done made? Mm. But you said you love me. You gave me something. You said something. But you don't have God. Okay. All right. Mm, mm, mm. Come on, continue. For God is love. There we go. He is agape. That's right. Go ahead. Verse 9. In this, the love of God was made manifest, displayed where we are concerned. Okay, hold on. So if you love somebody, God is going to be displayed. He's going to be manifested in you. Because you know God. 
And to know him is to live in him. Okay, see, we, come on, let's keep, let's keep going. In that God sent his son, the only begotten or unique son, into the world so that we might live through him. Ah, through him, which is love. Come on, y'all said y'all was in love. I'm trying to communicate this with you on communion. <laughs> All right, written and verbally and expressively. I'm communicating to you. You said you love God. What to love God means you got to know him. It means that you got to know what he loves and what he don't love. Okay, come on. Verse 10. In this is love. Not that we loved God. But that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, if God loved us so very much, we also ought to love one another. You can stop right there. Obviously, we don't know the love of God. That's why we don't love each other. Oh, come on. Come on. We're gonna, we're gonna, see, you're going to have to be real if you're going to be in here. Okay, let a man examine himself. Just because somebody tells you that they love you don't mean that they're ready for marriage. Just mean they got some equipment. And they don't know how to work it. Doesn't mean they know how to work because you got a toolbox. Don't mean you know how to actually use it. All right. <laughs> Come on with me. All right. Mm -mm -mm. Come on, let's go here. Well, at least, at least, ladies, you, you want to, if he say he say, at least he got a toolbox. Right. At least he got some equipment. Now, he don't know quite if he know how to work it yet, but at least he got some. Better than someone who don't have none, just walking around. Okay, just trying to help you out. Okay, but he cute, Pastor, but he cute. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm trying to help him. Come on, let's finish, let's continue. <laughs> Verse 12. No man has at any time yet seen God, but if we love one another, God abides, lives, and remains in us. And his love, that love which is essentially his, is brought to completion. To its full maturity, runs its full course, mm. is perfected in us. Okay. Oh, so you can be perfected in love. God's love. Love is not perfected until it's shared. Oh man, y'all, y'all, it's y'all got to get the simplicity of that. Love is not perfected until it's shared. God so loved that He gave. He gave of Himself. He shared. He okay. Come on, y'all. It's called rakim. It's not perfected until it's shared. Okay, we married, but we ain't sharing our love. Right. Obviously, we ain't married. I told you I'm talking about relationships. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Where are we at? Verse 13. 
By this, we come to know, perceive, recognize, and understand that we abide, live, and remain in him, and he in us, because he has given, imparted to us of his Holy Spirit. So you need Holy Spirit too. Hold on, hold on. By this we come to know, perceive, recognize, and understand that we abide, live, and remain. And remain. So if you love, you can't fall out of love. Or maybe you never loved. Maybe you just had a form of godliness. But denying the very power thereof. We want to talk about love, man. Y'all said y'all love. Y'all love God. That means you got to love each other too. It has to remain. It can't depart. Love never becomes obsolete. It never fades away. It will stand underneath everything, bears every circumstance, every storm. Love never fails. It's God love. See, the problem is you're not abiding in God's love. You are in your love. You know, eros. Oh, all right. See, that love is attached to your, your senses. <laughs> I feel something. <laughs> yep. Just a chemical release. Mm. And this is how we deal with people. And this is how we deal with each other as the body of Christ. It's not God's love. This love never fails. Mm. This is how you get divorced. Because you are operating in your love. Not God's love. Oh, I got some stuff if we, oh man, I'm just trying to get us in the right place first because we forget things. Told you about trust. Didn't we talk about trust? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Didn't we do that? So you can't earn nobody trust. <laughs> you just trust them. But you can earn distrust. You can't earn trust. But you can earn distrust. Okay. Y'all just don't believe it, do you? <sighs> Somebody messed up on you? Well, let me see the receipt to see what time you was at the store. If you was at the store when you said you was there. But I'm, I'm, I'm. I trust you. No, you're reinforcing the distrust. Y'all see what I'm saying? Am I helping somebody? Just, just review. Because you forgot. That's already taught us. You forgot. Yeah, you're checking their phone because you don't trust them. You can't never earn back their trust. You just either you trust them or you don't. No, no such thing. No such thing. I taught y'all a couple of weeks ago. I said, my marriage is based on 
my applied knowledge of the word. A lot of our marriages, our relationship with each other is not based. The foundation is not the word of God. You know, it's the word of Tony. I'm just saying that's how we build. It's the word, you know, Eric. It's based on you. And not the word of God. Mm. Yeah, I'm just using all the example. I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you that. All right. So my marriage is based on my knowledge of the word. Amen. Husbands, love your wife even as Christ loved a church. It's a review. It should resonate. You should be like, yeah, pastor, that's right. I mean, so Christ don't have bad thoughts about the church. So why you got bad thoughts about your wife? Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. So I can't deal with you on my flesh level. I have to deal with you on the spiritual level. As Christ. Not as humanity, as the human nature, but as the spiritual side, divinity. I need to deal with you in that manner. No, we don't. Mm -mm. I said... When I deal with her, see, you have to bring to remembrance that even when you're dealing with each other, that Christ's supposed to be in you. So I'm not really dealing with you. I'm dealing with the Christ in you. Christ in me, Christ in you. How I respond is there's Christ. But somehow we forget that. Okay, we get offended. Mm. I don't deal with her. According to my love, my feelings, my emotions, I deal with her according to the knowledge that God has given me through his word. So you don't deal with that person through the knowledge. Okay. I told you this. I said, I have understanding, which is comprehension, the ability to process her thoughts and integrate them with my thoughts and that knowledge that I have already acquired through my experiences with her of her past, present, and future. That just simply means that I agree. How can two walk together except they agree? See, we got married couples and friendships and stuff. They say they love each other, but they don't walk. They do not agree. See, it's not that we got to, you know, I, I like red and she like blue. It's not that. We don't, it, that's not what it's saying. What it's saying is that I consider how she feels. Before I express how I feel. See, we, and no man has hated himself. My wife and I are one, echad. That means one. When you get married, you become one flesh. We forget that when we deal with each other. 
So if we come one flesh, she's me and I'm her. I'm sitting there just mad and fussing at myself. And no man has hated himself. I'm mad not talking to her. I'm not talking to myself. And I want to talk. Need to. Yeah, okay, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I told you, Holy Spirit, but I, I got 14 pages. It doesn't matter. If he said go back here, I'm going back here. Because somebody need to hear it again. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Ooh. Did y'all understand that? Husbands? Understanding that means I have the ability to process information. That's what understanding is. I have the ability to process what she's saying and integrate it, make it a part of my thoughts. See, no, we believe, like, no, this is what I'm thinking, and no, I don't want to hear what you're saying. You don't realize, you, I want to get into this love thing a little deeper. I got to set you up first. Y'all said y'all love. Mm -hmm. And your words have snared you. <laughs> the Bible says your lips, your words have snared you. You got to be careful what you say. Be slow to speak. So I consider how I talk to my wife. I consider how I talk to you. I consider Oh, that's going to go into another thing. I'm going to go there real quick in a minute. Let me finish this out. It's simply because I care. Ah, uh, be careful. Be careful. Okay. Since we're there. Hmm. Since we are there, let's talk about that for a minute. How many of you care for each other? I would think that husband and wives would knock over some chairs and talk to me back. Say that, Pastor. Husband and wife. Take a David. He the chair. Hey, teacher. All right. How many of you actually care for your spouse? Okay. With a show of hands? Okay. You do? All right, let's find out if you do. Can I find out if you do? I mean, if you don't, you don't. But if you say you do, you do. Okay? See, I'm trying to teach us. I'm trying to, I'm building up, up to something about our relationships. See, when it comes to God and our relationships, see, we, we're deceived. We don't apply. We don't have understanding. We don't have knowledge. Because how we treat each other. We got a church running around saying all these type of things, all these decrees and declarations, but you don't love nobody. Because it don't show. Love is an expression. It's an action. Okay. And your faith works by what? Love. Maybe that's why your faith don't work because there's no love. Faith works by love. That's what the church should be teaching. Okay, all right, okay. 
<gasps> care. You said you care. Let me see them hands again. Don't get tired. Let me see them hands again. You say you care about your spouse. All right. Glory to God. Caring. <laughs> Caring is this. Anticipating a need and meet it right now. Oh. oh, hold on. You said you care. It's anticipating a need and you meet it right now. Okay, uh-uh, mm-mm, When you care about someone, you study what they need tomorrow and present it today. No, y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. Y'all said y'all care. Y'all said y'all care. This is not the message yet. <laughs> y'all, it's a, it's a, you know it is. <laughs> Woo. All right, all right, all right. Uh, y'all, y'all folks, I'm going to make sure y'all understand. I'm going to show you scripturally too. Okay. All right. I'm, you want me to take it from the top? Or the people want me to take it from the top? All right. <laughs> Caring is anticipating a need and meet it right now. Mm -hmm. When you care about someone, you study what they need tomorrow and present it to them today. Okay. Mm. A person may need something next week, but you give it to them today. I'll loan you some money next week. Mm -hmm. I'll give you some of that love next week. All right. Mm -hmm. But you need it today. Caring simply means that I outthink you. Y'all ain't ready. You can use that one, man. You can use that one. Put that one in there. We record everything. Yeah. Y'all not ready. Who ready? Y'all who? Who's still caring? I'm going to turn around. I'm going to turn around. Who's still caring? You have to study. See, you ain't got time to be looking at another man's wife. You got enough on your hands. Or vice versa. You got you to gotta be balanced. You got to be balanced. Hmm. Uh, I see y'all. Look, y'all looking like I see the. I see the. I see the likeness. I see it. I see it, man. Uh, your sister been a blessing to the ministry. She bring in a nice attitude. She bring in the presence of God. I love it. She bring. Look, she had. Everybody got issues. Okay, I told you that's another thing. We haven't learned how to be hurt. I, I told you that wasn't it. You haven't learned how to be hurt. How to rise above the hurt. That's how you learn. To be heard. Okay. And that too should work for you. For them that love God. See, this is the thing, man. We don't want to do this. All right. I told you a person may need something next week, but you give it to them today. Caring means that you outthink. I outthink you. Me and my wife. That's how, we, that's how we respond. What does she need? What, what, 
what does she need? See, and she's probably saying, what does he need? Not what he going to get me. Sure is. See, love only seeks to love. Y'all can't hear that enough. Love don't seek his own. Love don't seek its own. I said you love me, but you don't love me. You didn't say it. See, that's love seeking his own. I do this for you, but you don't do that to me. That's still arrows. That's still arrows love. I give you some, you give me some. I do for you, you do for me. See, that's arrows love. Most of us operate in that. We ain't in agape. You're in a self-essential love. Mm. It means I outthink you. Imagine that. Your, your spouse is like, I'm outthinking her about what I want to do for her. And it brings me joy to give. That's why he says it's better to give. See, most of us give what we want something in return. So you can't never get to the area of giving and satisfaction out of giving. That's why you don't give when it comes to your money. That's Old Testament, Pastor. That's Old Testament. Mm, I ain't gonna, that's a whole nother teaching. Caring means I don't even allow you to ask me for anything. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all said y'all care. I will. Mm, it means I don't even allow you to ask me for anything. Imagine a person who spends their whole life figuring out what you need and give it to them now. Mm. Now, that's a nice marriage. Can you imagine two people who, who, who work like that in the home? See, y'all keep thinking it's things. I, I, give her, I give her my time. I give her my thoughts. And not expecting anything in return. So y'all want something in return. Because mm -hmm, they teach you to give to get. But he said it's better to give. He, he can't stop the law of reciprocity. That's his law. When you do give, you do receive. But he said it's better. <laughs> How you want, I got to get you in that area where it's better. And you feel good about it. We don't feel good about it. Giving of yourself, of to one another. I am totally devoted to my wife, to the relationship. There's no room for anybody else. Oh. 
okay. Yeah. Told you that's a nice marriage. Okay, well, let's stick here. Can you imagine a marriage like that? Mm-mm-mm. Can you imagine what it produces in the home? Can you imagine what it produces in my children? When they see us sharing the love of God, caring for each other, can you imagine what it produces in them? Mm. Be careful when you have kids. You need to set the right environment for them. All right. Okay. No. Mm-mm-mm. Go to first, Peter. Go to first, Peter. Five, seven. First Peter chapter five at verse seven. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Do y'all hear that? For he cares for you. For he anticipates what you need. Mm. Care here in the Hebrew means to, it means to anticipate a need and meet it. God meets your needs before you ask. He said, pray for what you need. Go to Isaiah. Ready? 65, 24. <laughs> we still in the side note. Isaiah chapter 65 and verse 24. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it shall be that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. You ain't even got it out yet. And he's already answered you. Y'all, y'all, don't, y'all don't know the scripture. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. He said, even before you finish that sentence, I've already answered you. Read that again. So why are you praying? Because you're praying really what passed. And God requires that which is passed. Come on. And it shall be that before they call, I will answer and while they are yet speaking, why are you talking to God? I will hear. I already heard you. While you're talking, while you are yet speaking, I already got it. I already sent him. <laughs> I already finished it. <laughs> y'all, y'all got to be intimate with your God. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. I got a question for you. Hmm. Let's see if he cares. Did God die for your sins after you sinned? Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody got that. Mm. Okay, okay. 
So when God created you, he already anticipated. That he already anticipated. So he already anticipated that you might fall. So care means you anticipate the need before. Okay. No? Go, go to Revelation 13.8. Let's make this when we move on into the teaching. <laughs> Come on. Revelations chapter 13 and verse 8. Yes. And all the inhabitants of the earth will fall down in adoration and pay him homage. Everyone whose name has not been recorded in the book of life of the lamb that was slain in sacrifice from the foundation of the world. Mm. So before, he already anticipated that some of us would fall. So he cares for us. Isn't that right? So care means you don't wait. You go ahead and see what they need. And that's what he did. Oh, he cares for you. That's elementary. Okay, see how we just read the word and don't know how to connect the dots? Yeah, okay. See, that, that's why I like the honesty. Man, I tell you. See, when you do that, you're making room to grow. Because you're moving the way you thought. Now you're seeing what the word of God says. See, it's based on what he says, not man. Okay. Mm-mm. I got a question. Oh, let me see. Y'all, y'all look up. Are y'all committed to meet the needs of another? Y'all are? <laughs> and your words have snared you. <laughs> see, this will help. This will start a lot of divorces. This will help young ladies to identify. All right. Okay. All right. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. If he's not committed to meet your needs unconditionally, without exception, You can finish the rest, except you choose. I mean, I mean, some of us like I, I'm enjoying my loneliness. <laughs> Don't come in here and and then put all the panic in on me and all these other things. I'm enjoy, I'm all right right here. I don't want to be right here, but don't come in and put no confusion in me. I'm better off without that. See, that's all I'm saying. Don't disturb my peaceful loneliness. Now I got to come in and, you know, it, it, it question everything and all of that. No, no, I'm all right. How you doing? That's right. That's the problem. We don't really realize. I, I got some statistics to show you all what divorce really does. Man, we. We, we, and, we, and you'll find out why God hates it. 
if we can move on to the teaching now. Man. That was a good appetizer? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see the teaching. Are they full yet? No. <laughs> Do you want me to stop? <laughs> she said, go ahead. She said, there's only one. Come on, y'all. Wake up. This is going to save your life. It's going to help your life. That's why you're here. God love you so much. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Mm, mm, mm. Woo. Tony, you see all that? Okay. All right. True love or agape love simply has no reason. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. True love, agape love, has no reason. Love only seeks to love. It doesn't care about how you make me feel. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what get us. That's what get all of us, how that person make me feel. I'm going to be real. There you do. For real, when you saw the person, saw the person, you didn't fall in love with their intellect. You didn't fall in love with, you know, how they treat their mama. You didn't fall in love with any of that. You fell in love, listen, with what you saw or what you heard. That struck a chemical reaction in you. Because some guys can have this thing on their voice. So you use your gift for evil and not good. It's to draw, but not draw you. A pastor has a gifting in his mouth. That's attached to his heart. That's why you got a lot of pastors sleeping with the sheep. No one be real. Misappropriating your gift. Okay. Y'all know I'm not lying. When you, when you first, you didn't, it, it, it wasn't that. It's what you saw. It's, it's what you heard and what you saw. That made you, you know, gravitate to them because there's something in your nature that like in their nature that attracted you. Not a bad thing. It's what you do with it. Just like a gun. Isn't that bad? It's just whose finger behind it. The mentality, the mind that's behind it. Amen. All right. Let's just make sure we got that right. Not telling y'all not to feel. God put them in there. They're just not to lead you. Okay? Told to be led of the spirit. All right. Let's look at here. Feeling is not love. Amen? Feelings is not love. Hmm. Love doesn't care how you look. It don't care about what you do. 
See, but we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be rough in this part. Okay? Y'all got <laughs> y'all got to bear with me. All right. Okay. If you can tell a person the reason you love them, I'm really, in reality, you have just canceled the relationship. Work with me. I'm, I'm going someplace. If you can tell them why you love them, you just canceled that love. I'm going to go there. Just hold up. Just wait. Take a deep breath. I'm going to get you in there, all right? Y'all know how I flow. <laughs> she said, come on. <laughs> I'm building up. I know. Come on with it. Okay. Woo, it's going to hit you hard, though. All right. All right. Okay. Some of y'all have asked the question. Why do you love me? Now, when I do marriage counseling, I don't ask you that. I ask you, why did you say you wanted to marry them, and why did you say yes? <laughs> okay. Woo! All right. <laughs> Be careful with your questions. I told y'all, I'm going someplace. I'm going. I'm going to get you there. Teaching that here, I can get you there. The Bible said God is love. But it never tells us why he loves us. It tells you what love is. It tells you what love does. But it didn't tell you why. Look at that. They did, didn't they? All right. God works in mysterious ways. No, <laughs> he knew it's coming up on my time. <laughs> Cut that thing right. Okay. Woo! All right. <laughs> All right. It doesn't tell us why, though, does it? It doesn't tell us why. Not one page you're going to find. Never gives us why he loves us. Most of us just assume the why. There you do. All right. Because the minute, the second, you give a reason, it no longer is love. God so loved the world. Told you what he did, and he say, why? Hold on. Hold on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Go with me. So the next time someone tells you they love you, Ask them why. And listen for their answer. Because their answer will be the destruction of the relationship and termination. Y'all not ready. I'm going someplace. I promise you. I promise you. Okay, I promise you I'm going someplace. Listen to this. Here it come. Here it come. Here it come. Freedom. If there is a reason, that reason now has just metamorphosized, changed into this, a condition. 
Mm-hmm. Experience. It's just changed to a condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God said, if you love me, <laughs> you'll keep. <laughs> That's right. If you do. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I told y'all going someplace. I love you. <laughs> okay. I love you because <laughs> I love you because you're tall. Not knowing that he can get a car accident, now he in the wheelchair. Now he's shorter than you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, can't marry because he's tall. Okay. I love you because you have a good job. House and a car. Well, he better never lose that job, that house or that car, because you got conditions for your love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you better work that job for the rest of your life, because the condition, because I love you, because you got a house, car, and a job. Yeah? You better have it for the rest of your life. See, people, it's conditions. So when we re-met again, teacher and I, because uh, this was my eighth, I was in the ninth, she was in the eighth grade. That was my girlfriend then. Got separated for about 18 years almost. <laughs> what God put together, no man can put asunder. I won't in the word. I, I won't in the ministry. But when God puts something together, Amen. he puts it together. But he puts it together with a purpose. Mm. And my purpose was my pastoral call. Inside of her, what I heard was my pastoral call. Okay, I'm going to come in the church. I told you I would never come in the church. That's what I said. I'm never, ever coming to church. I mean, I don't deal with all kind of stuff. Islam, witchcraft, what? All kind of stuff, what? Oh, there was no need for me to come to the church. So that's why when I come to church and I see witchcraft and I see all the stuff that we're doing, I have to speak against it. You don't know you're in darkness. But that's also how you treat each other. Okay. All right. Here we go. Mm. So I, you can't. When we re-met, you know, I was doing amateur bodybuilding. I was doing that. I'm, I'm you know, uh, 140, 133 pounds, 27-inch waist. I'm, in, I'm cut, 3% body fat. She couldn't marry me because of that, because that only can sustain that for about uh, three days. So it couldn't have been that. She didn't base that on that, on, okay. That's going to change. Guarantee you. I just ain't had water for two and a half days. Been crazy. Mm-hmm. Shredded to the max. Mm-mm. That couldn't be the reason that she loved me. See how you do? 
couldn't be the reason. That was a condition. <laughs> it did. But as you can see, things change. So, all right. Tansen, time and change has all of us. Okay. All right, here we go. That could only last, I said, for a few days. <laughs> Remember, here we go. I got another one for you, Fred. Fred um, Frida, here we go. Where there's a reason, there's a condition to be considered. Right? When the condition, well, let's see. Where there's a condition, things tend to get worse. Mm -hmm. Things tend to get worse. And now enters expectation. Y'all hear that? Not him, but what I said. <laughs> Expectation means a strong belief that something will happen or be the cause in the future. Expectation means a strong belief that something will happen or be the cause in the future. Or the case in the future. So the last time teacher and I saw each other, I was 19 years old. <laughs> Had a full head of hair. 19 later, years later, none could be found. <laughs> it's in the outer perimeter, but none could be found. So she had base. Her relationship on what she saw back then, now, it would be the wrong, it would be a condition. Right. To a lot of us, I'm using a little analogy to kind of get a little laughter, but I'm saying that's what we do. We have a condition that you love somebody. Right? Yeah. You said yes. All right. Here we go. <laughs> mm. I know some of y'all might not believe it. I did have full hair here. I was in the day when the Jerry Curl was out. See, they, I, was, I was the first in my high school. Y'all wouldn't believe it. Y'all wouldn't believe it. I was in the, sitting there getting them curls in my hair every three months. Man, I'm standing in line. Uh, Ma'am, can I help you? What you talking about? Y'all wouldn't believe it. I tell you, my hair was so long, I could pull this piece down all the way down here. Y'all think I'm lying. I got pictures. I did. I did. I was. <laughs> I did. I had that thing. Mm. What a surprise when she saw me again. <laughs> With no hair. Woo. Oh, my goodness. All right. That was funny, though, right there. I, I have to admit. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, here we go. It was nice to have hair. That was all right. <laughs> now I got the ultimate edge up. Tight all the time. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what if that was her condition, though? I mean, all jokes. What if that was a condition on how I appeared? Or what I had? Mm, 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 Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> it 
if that was the condition that she put before me, y'all know you had to get the Facebook ad and the guy be sitting in the chair, they be throwing a thing on there, and next to them they slap that thing on his head, he'd be like, that would have been me, that would have been me. <laughs> Spin me around. That was it, what? Give me some dreads today. <laughs> that would have been funny. I'm glad, I'm glad, okay. With this expectation, with that expectation, because you had condition, now that condition doesn't turn to, you know, an expectation. And now that expectation is going to develop into metamorphosize into a disappointment. Yeah? Mm, to a disappointment. Because nothing in life stays the same. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't love someone for physical attributes. But we do. Okay. The body changes over time, correct? Oh, and with that info, you might want to work together. You telling her she got to stay, you know, 112 pounds and you, you know, 390. <laughs> mm -hmm. You weren't in love with her. You was in love with her body. Yeah. You weren't in love with her because she changes. She done had three kids. I mean, I'm just saying. But this is how we do. This is how we justify our love. Right? Mm -hmm. That word vice versa too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why you got old men looking around at young women. Because he never loved you, he loved your shape. That's what he was in love with. Not you. Okay. All right. Talk about me for a minute. So we got back together. I mean, you know, I'm making $75,000 a year, half a million dollar home. 4,100 square feet, four bathrooms, five bedrooms, you know, car, note, $600, four kids, mortgage, $2,500. I'm just saying. Came claim to Christ, lost my job. Now, if my relationship was based on the condition, if she put a condition in there, we wouldn't be together now. Nor would you be sitting here now. Mm. Amen. Nor would I be in my call. Nor would I have the pleasure to meet you. Shepherd you. Because she put a condition of her love. But she didn't. See that? See, this is what you do. This is what people do. Don't, don't, don't lie. Yeah, you do. Okay. All right. Okay. Man, here we go. Oh, teacher knew this relationship came with a purpose. She knew. She knew the purpose, not the condition, with an expectation. She married, or we married, because of purpose. That's how you marry. You marry because of purpose. I couldn't see nothing, but she saw it all. 
I won't say. I was 38 years old. I won't say. Well, I thought I could save myself. I'm, I'll be 55 in two months. Look at all the time I wasted. Because nobody would witness to me. Mm. Okay. Nobody would bring me the truth. I told you, your marriage is designed to destroy the works of the enemy. That was it. Your marriage is designed to destroy the works of the enemy. I'm going to show you how this is. Okay? I'm like, you don't, don't got to believe me, but I'm going to show you. Disappointment now will lead to division. Condition, expectation, now, disappointment, what leads to now, division. Mm-hmm, yep, it's a pattern. Expectation. Have you ever heard anybody say, I didn't expect this to happen? Mm, mm, Yeah. Because you put an expectation on it. Okay, here we go. If, yeah, I want to say this. Division. What you're really saying is that your expectation has let me down. Okay. I'm going to let that one. Division leads to the ultimate ending, which is divorce. Death. Look at division. D-I means two. Vision means one. This is what happens in a marriage. Now you got two visions. Division. Now you got two visions. And a house divided will what? Okay, I'm going left and she's going right. We're not going together. I'm going forward, she's going backward. <laughs> but you love each other and you care for each other. Mm-hmm. When you have disappointments, you end up with two visions in the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. House divided will fall. Hmm. Are there two visions in your home? Mm. You, might, you don't have to answer that out. You know, it's going to be rhetorical. You can kind of keep that in if you want. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is there two visions? Division, is there two visions in your home? I want to do this, and I want to do this. Y'all hear that I? It's no we. Or us. Mm-hmm. Okay. There can only be one vision in Walker Ministry. There can only be one vision in Walker Ministry. All right, all right. Building a foundation through the spirit of revelation.
That's the vision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Building a foundation through revelation. Okay. The spirit of revelation, which is Jesus. Love has no expectation. This is why teacher and I, marriage, could withstand the storm when I lost my job. Because our foundation was built on 1 Corinthians 13. Go to 1 Corinthians 13, 7, since we're there. Y'all, y'all dying on me now. Come on. I need you to be alive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go in a minute. I'm going to let you go in a minute. I'm going to let you go in a minute. Read that. Read this. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 at verse 7. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Mm. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Look at that. So have y'all passed that test? It's going to come to you if it ain't already there. So our relationship won't based on my $75,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to get y'all to really see what have you what is the foundation of your marriage? Yeah. And if it is, it can withstand. I mean, just a little wind come. Be ready to call quits. Won't fight or contend. Can't see the attack. Mm-mm-mm. I asked her in the beginning of our relationship, we, I used to buy her a lot of things, you know. I could do it. A lot of, she liked diamonds. I could, I could do it. And I asked her one day, I said, if I'm not able to do this, will you still love me? And, and you know we found that out. No, oh, no, 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 no. This is what I want to, this, this is my point I want to make on that when I answer that. Okay? This is how teacher answered me. Mm. I asked her, would you still love me? How she answered me, Brandy, was how she looked at me. She didn't say anything. That's how she looked at me when I asked her that. And that they did come to pass. See, men, I'm talking to the men. She didn't say one word. She just looked at me and answered me. See, men, when you're connected to your, excuse me, when you're connected to you, I can hear my thoughts. I'm trying to say we were connected. And she didn't say anything. She just looked at me. Because we are connected. 
because we are one. There was a knowing. There was a singularity that occurred. When your heart is in simultaneously rhythm with mind, that was a place called peace. And agreement. She didn't have to answer. I heard her. I heard me. This is what I'm trying. See, this is where most, I'm trying to get the men who want to be married and how you're supposed to be connected to you. There's some things that don't have to be said. They're just inferred. I feel it. Because we are one. See, we're supposed to be like that with each other. Ain't no way you're supposed to be sitting by somebody and they got cancer and you don't feel it. Or someone is depressed and you, because we're not in touch with them. We're, we're not in touch with the spirit. It's no way. It had to be any words. It's annoying because I was referring to the spirit that's in her, me, and we had agreement. She didn't have to say, well, well, this is what I'll do and, and this and that. And it wasn't. It was, she was a look. I heard me. See, y'all, I just think the husband and the wife, we never connected like this. Because we too busy want something from them. I rub your back, you rub mine. I cook, you, you, Okay. Expectation puts pressure on relationships. When you tell me why you love me, I'm in trouble. Because I have to be, because I have to maintain that expectation. Mm-hmm. That you put on me. Please don't mix up expectation and responsibility. Don't mix them up. Don't mix them two up. Okay? Responsibility. For some reason, I just need to put that out there. See, most of us put expectations on people that we are not willing to put on ourselves or with them putting them on us. There you go. There you go. It is control. Y'all all right? Yeah. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. <sighs> mm. mm, y'all ain't ready. I'm, I, got, I got next week. I'm going to let y'all go. God. Last thing I want to say. <laughs> you see her over there, right? Y'all don't see her, but I see her. Yes. <sighs> She's talking about something. I thought I had y'all to myself. <laughs> okay, all right, okay, 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 all right. Oh man. Okay, let me let me close. I told her she can't go on Sundays either, but she don't listen. But that's all right. 
Okay. Let me see. I want to give y'all something to go home with. Give y'all something to go home with. Okay. You have to fight. Oh. You have to fight. You have to preserve that peace in the home. If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. Okay? All right. I'm going to give you this so we can end here. Here we go. Divorce creates dysfunctional families. Okay? I know you know this. Divorce breeds divorce. Okay? In many cases. Which destroys society. Your relationship is private, but public. Okay. Broken homes create broken hearts, which create criminals. I'm telling you why God hates divorce. Okay. Children from broken homes are nine times more likely to commit crimes. That's like out of ten kids, seven of them. Okay. Over the past 50 years, the rise in violent crimes parallels the rise of families abandoned by fathers. See how important you are? See how important you are? Okay. This is what they found as well. Criminals capable of sustaining marriages gradually move away from a life of crime after they get married. The power of a marriage and what is destroyed. I'm trying to get you to understand something here. I know you're ready to go, but just listen. Listen to this. It's important. Listen to this. I'm going to do this. Strong parental bonds, relationships, will significantly decrease the chance that a child will commit an act of violence. You understand just the father in the home. See, some of us didn't have that father home, and we understand this. It's still a choice. But it's easier for them to make that choice for violence. Okay. Can you see what sin does to the family, the society? This is why God hates divorce. So all the crime, all the criminals... All that you see, all the murders, everything that you see, it's because of the family. Broken. The father not there. God's design is that you have a mother and a father. So all the criminals, ask them, where's your father? Nowhere. He abandoned. Serial killer, same thing. You see the importance of you being a father? 
And if you're going to be a father, don't just be a father in the home. Be one that's active. Nothing worse than a father there. He don't do nothing. What kind of father are you going to be, Shaq? What kind of father? Well, you're going to have to have the right instruction, the pattern before you. Because you want to make an imprint, an example in your son or daughter's life. That he follows your steps and no other man. I told you, example means to strike a blow. So much so that it leaves an imprint of what you did. This is why... This is why the family is so under attack. This is what this is what they don't want us to see. I'm gonna have to end now. Now I'm trying to tell you this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. Thank you, Tony. This is what's wrong. And the church won't talk about the families. They keep talking about you and your issues and your grace. And the whole structure of the family, the church is the family. The family is the church. You got a divided home, then I got a divided church. It's so much more. We're going to go in there. This is just the surface. It's so we, can, we can talk about relationship forever. Amen? Amen? All right. I hope the word has found you today. I hope it blessed you. hope you grew. Amen. Ministers, come on up. We're going to get this thing going because teacher going to get me. I tried. <laughs>